This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Clock. All right, off the top in this hour, though, I want to revisit the controversy around the cycle track. There were those who loved the cycle track. There were those who hate the cycle track. We knew that from day one. That's still true today. Uh, City administration has recommended making the cycle track a permanent feature of the downtown. They put out a report earlier this month uh, that suggests that it has worked. Uh, The people like it, that it's being used a lot, and it should stay. Not everybody's convinced of that. I guess we'll find out in a few days uh, what city council is going to do with this. So to that end, as City Council attempts to assess this report and its findings, the Manning Center has come along with its own review of this data. So it's looking at the the same data the city's using, the city's own report, and saying that maybe things aren't as rosy as this report suggests, and that maybe even there have been some changes made along the way. Well, that maybe prejudged this in favor of the cycle track. Was this all about getting a, a predetermined decision? Let's find it a little bit more here. Peter McCaffrey joins us on the line. He is a director of research at the Manning Center and the author of this report. Peter, thanks for joining us here today. Hello. Good to be with you. All right. Well, people can uh, go to manningcenter.ca and see this for themselves. But give us an overview then of, of what you were looking for and what you were looking at. Yeah. So, we, so the Manning Center has never actually come out in favor or against the cycle track. Uh, the only thing we've said is that if we're going to have a pilot project, we're going to test this out, we should test in a fair way, we should come up with a bunch of metrics to measure whether it's been a success or not, and then we should judge the cycle track on those metrics. And if it meets the targets, we should keep it, and if it doesn't meet the targets, we should not keep it. But make it objective, let's do this based on the facts and the data, not based on emotions and feelings and anecdotes. Okay. So that's been our position. So. Two years ago, we recommended a bunch of metrics to the city, and they adopted many of them. Um, And so we're very pleased with that, and we think that the data that they've collected is very good on this. What we have a problem with is the way that the data has been interpreted and presented to council now that the pilot project is over. And so the city has collected all of this great data, but then they've presented it to council in a way that makes everything seem like it's been fantastic. So we looked through the city's own raw data and we did an analysis of that data line by line and we looked at um, what mistakes or problems or issues there were in that data. So we found uh, there are 106 things that they decided to measure. We found 14 of those had like simple mistakes like typos or addition errors or calculation errors in them, which is obviously concerning. We found another 17 where the targets had been changed. So the city set a target two years ago, and then after the fact, they've retroactively changed what the target should have been to make it easier for the cycle track to meet the target. And then of the 53 of the metrics that the, the pilot failed on, so half, half of the metrics were failed, of that 53, two-thirds of them actually got worse which is something that the city never even considered. They didn't even come up with a color in their color code system to mark whether something had got got worse. They had their green, yellow, and red, and we've had to add a whole other color of black to mark whether something has got worse in their report versus them just lumping it in with things that uh, kind of made a little bit of progress on. Hmm. Okay, well, this raises some interesting questions. First of all, then, just in terms of the metrics or the targets that the city's using, because as you say, you suggested a number to the city. Uh, if we're going to decide whether or not this makes sense, whether or not this should stay, are, are we asking the right questions? 
Yeah, so, so one of the key things, and this makes sense, one of the key things the city tracked was satisfaction with the cycle track. Um, but what we found is that the survey they used for satisfaction, um, the, the survey results they got was that 10%... Uh, the, the cyclists are much more satisfied. Cyclists really enjoy the cycle track. But when you look at drivers, 10% think driving is better with the cycle tracks, 44% say the same, and 43% say worse. Which, if you looked at a normal poll, that would be a net minus 33, people don't like it. But the way the city presented that number was to lump the 10% who said it was better in with the 44% who said it was the same and to say, oh, look, everyone loves it. So that's one little example. But perhaps a more important and, and more dangerous one, though, is the safety aspect. So we were told by administration, and this is in their targets from two years ago, that they expected a reduction in the collision rates for cyclists proportionate to the, the number of cyclists and the distance travelled. So for each of the routes, they set a target of a 10% reduction in collisions. What we've actually seen is that in every single one of those cycle track routes, there has been an increase in the number of collisions, but not just an increase in the number, but an increase in the rate. Some of them are double or even triple what the collision rates were before the cycle track. So the cycle track was sold as something that would make everyone safer. And sure enough, the city's reports, uh, the city's survey shows that everyone feels safer. But when you actually look at the numbers, collision rates have gone up on every single one of the routes. And so our concern is that the administration is telling councillors, well, everyone feels safer, so we should keep these. But you look at the numbers that the city collected themselves and the collision rates went up on every single route. Well, that seems significant. So I wonder, Peter, if is, is the city making mistakes when they're going back and analyzing this data or are we seeing some deliberate changes to, to either play up or play down certain findings? Well, th there's no way to know, of course, but... But the concern is that the administration all along recommended a permanent cycle track. And they only recommended the pilot project when it became clear that there weren't the votes on council to get a permanent cycle track. So they changed their recommendation. They recommended making, having a pilot project. So the concern is that they've been spending the two years of the pilot project working on getting the votes to make it permanent. And so when they collected all this data, they presented the good stuff to council and buried any of the bad numbers in the footnotes and in the appendixes where no one would see it. Unfortunately for them, we actually went through and we read all of those footnotes and all of those appendixes and did it line by line, and we actually pulled out those numbers. And, and so that's the worry. When, when, when the administration is telling councillors one thing in their, in their nice presenta PowerPoint presentation, but then the data that's buried in the appendix shows the complete opposite figures then uh, that's my concern with, with, uh, you know, with what's happening at City Hall. And so we wanted to do this report to make sure councillors could go through the numbers themselves uh, line by line and, and make up their own decision. Do you think, though, that, that your analysis paints a different picture or, or a different conclusion than the city's own report, though? Well, it, it certainly has uh, a different conclusion and a, a different uh, perspective on what's happened because we went, we went and we used the data, the raw data that the city collected to present our report rather than relying on the survey results and how people say they feel safer or uh, you know oh I feel like there's more young people using the cycle track well no we we looked at the data there's there's fewer people young people using the cycle track uh, in many cases and well and fewer than what though then then the then the then in some cases there are fewer than the target number oh, okay and in some cases there are fewer than the baseline number before the cycle tracks were there so in some of these they've gone backwards uh, there's a reduced number of young people on some of these routes. So, you know, look, look every councillor 
gets to make their own decision. It's a free vote. They can go and they can go through this information. They can go through our report. And if they come to a different conclusion on their own, that's fine. But we wanted to make sure that this data was out there in public for their, them all to go and have a look at and read through and come to an objective decision. Um, and that's why we did this report. We wanted to take all of the information out of the footnotes and, and take it out from being buried in the appendix and give it to councillors straight up, clear, easy to read, objective data that they can then base their decision on. And if they decide to keep it based on the data that we've provided, we're fine with that too. Okay. So I mean, people are using it though, right? But, but what you're saying is that maybe we had expected more to be using it than actually are. Well, so, so there are 10 places on the cycle track where the city measures the usage of the cycle track. And five of those locations have met their targets um, and five haven't. Uh, now, the five that have met their targets are just on two of, the f- two of the streets. So in reality, only two of the cycle track streets out of the five met the target, three haven't. Um, so that's a concern first up. And, and yes, there is an increase in usage on the cycle track but one of, one of the things we analysed, and this is in the appendix of our report, and people can go look at this as well, is that we counted the city's own data not just for the cycle track routes, but for the parallel and nearby streets. And so we see a very big increase on the cycle track routes of, say, 117%. But we also see a big decline in the parallel and nearby streets. And when you run the calculation, the actual increase in the number of cyclists is about 2%. So, you know, the the big front number that's in the PowerPoint that's presented to City Council is, look, cycling is up 117% on the cycle track. But in reality, what's happened is that people have shifted from parallel streets to the cycle track. Now, that's still good. If people prefer those routes over the other ones, that's not a bad thing. But we want Council to know that the actual increase in the number of cyclists on those routes is 2%, not the 117% that was the big feature in the PowerPoint report. Uh, back to the point about satisfaction. I mean, it's it's no surprise that that cyclists have a high level of satisfaction when it comes to to the cycle track. But again, the point about what we're getting from drivers and what we're getting from pedestrians. What what, what does that tell us? Well, so yeah, there has been a very large increase in satisfaction for cyclists who use the cycle track based on the polling that the city has done. But we have to remember that cyclists are only four percent of the people commuting to downtown, and so the increase in satisfaction for the cyclists represents about 7,000 people. But there's also 43% of drivers and 12% of pedestrians who have a worse experience now, which represents more than 90,000 people. So the 7,000 cyclists have a better experience than 90,000 drivers have a worse experience. And, and again, this, this is going to be a decision council is going to have to make. And, and we're not saying that one way is better than the other, but we want them to have those numbers rather than what the administration presented to them was just, oh, everyone loves it. And, and you know what the other thing is? That doesn't include all the people who avoid those routes at all now. We, we calculate there's another 65,000 drivers who just avoid the cycle track streets at all because they found them too difficult to use now. What about the cost? Does this report uh, look at the cost at all? I mean, there was money set aside for the pilot project. There's going to be additional money needed, I guess, if we're going to make this, this permanent. Uh, so does the cost factor into to any of this? We, we haven't looked at the cost specifically in this report. Um, because it's not actually clear what the cost for the various options will be. Um, Every time we seem to talk to someone, the cost of keeping the cycle track seems to go down and the cost of getting rid of the cycle track seems to go up, um, which seems rather coincidental. Um, But, you know, 
the, the just isn't the information provided by the city as the accurate numbers. Perhaps they will receive that on Monday at the council meeting, and that will form part of the discussion that they have at the council meeting on Monday, but we weren't provided the information on that by the city in advance. All right. Well, we'll see what happens next week. Again, manningcenter.ca. People can read this for themselves. Peter, thanks for making some time for us here today. Appreciate it. Thank you for being with Thank you for having me. All right. Uh, there you go. That's Peter McCaffrey. He is Director of Research at the Manning Center, author of this report, which you can read at uh, manningcenter.ca. Uh, they say the cycle track report is full of holes. Again, arguing that 17 metrics have been retroactively changed in order to make the target easier to meet. But saying that even the new lower targets still weren't met in some cases. They say 14 of the metrics had the incorrect color-coded label, which would suggest that the results were more positive than was actually the case. Were these errors? Again, we don't know. On 37 of 53 of these metrics, these standards, where the city said they made little or no progress, they actually show worse results than before the cycle track was implemented. And as Peter said, apparently the city didn't even consider that that would be a possibility because there was no category in the report uh, for things being worse. They had different color-coded categories, uh, but this wasn't uh, something they'd imagine. So in going through this data, they had to make up their own color code for that. Now, they say every single one of the five cycle track routes saw an increase in collision rates for cyclists. And yes, 77% reported a better experience. 77% of cyclists, that is. Represents about 7,000 people, but they say that's considerably outweighed by the 43% of drivers and 12% of pedestrians who expressed having a worse experience, which represents about 90,000 people. So they're saying, look, the city's go- uh, city council is going to look at the report from administration. They should look at this analysis as well uh, and come to a decision. 403-974-TALK is our number. We'll take a break here. Your reaction to this. We can talk a bit about the cycle track. Got some other issues to discuss as well. But first a break. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.